Blog Talk Radio.
In the name of Amen, the Supreme, the All-Powerful, the one and only true Lord, and Amen we trust as the Republic of Mentelec, the real 144,000 is being gathered this day and time, the Mentalists, the Amen race, the Bright race. Good evening. I'm your host, the intellectual Nubin Mentari. This is Mentelec Radio, and tonight, tonight we're going to be discussing the, your lane. Why is it important to stay in your lane? Why should you move in alignment to what it is that you are supposed to do, what you're meant to do. It's very important that you know the value of staying in your lane because too many people out here, before I start, can everybody hear me? Before I go, can everybody hear me? Am I coming in clear? All right. Why is it important to stay in your lane is because your lane was designed specially for you. The lane that you move in is designed specially for you. You have a special group of gifts, capabilities, things that other people don't have that make you unique from everybody else. You have a set of skills, certain things you can do that makes you unique from everybody else. So you do yourself a disservice when you try to go and usurp somebody else's lane or try to get in somebody else's lane because you cannot find your own lane to move in. See, that's usually what happens when you get people who are jealous of you, people envious, people trying to be you, people who hate you because you being the best you can be, and they're not accomplishing anything. They're not accomplishing anything. You're being the best you can be, you see. And when you're being the best you can be and people are not being the best they can be, and they don't know how to be the best they can be, they're going to hate you for that, and they're going to want to find out, you know, what it is that you're doing to excel and grow as you, you know, stay in your lane and do what it is that you were chosen to do. Again, everybody has their own chosen talents or, you know, you were chosen to do a certain thing. And so many people fail and miss the mark of finding what their true um, talent is because they're so busy focused on other people. They're so busy hating on other people. This is truly a society of haters. It is truly a society of haters. I've never seen so many jealous, envious, hater-like people in my life. I've never seen this is a society full of haters, people who hate you because you have achieved some form of success for yourself or you know who you are and you're focused and you're driven. You got a lot of people who are not that. They lack that, and therefore they cannot be that, so they hate you for being that. They hate you for being just who you are and staying in your lane and ex- excelling at your lane. If you know you were meant to be, I don't know, a brain surgeon because you got people who skilled, you know, they just they got that skill before they even become surgeons. They got that skill to do that kind of work, you know. They're built to do that kind of work. You got guys who are built just to be mechanics, technical people, guys who handymen, handymen, carpenters, electricians. You got people that's, you know, they're they're tapped to do that. They just have that. Whatever bloodline or genetic they came through, that must have been within their genetic material and their bloodline. They must have been doing that in the past life that they were here. So anything that you excel strongly at, that's the lane that you're supposed to move in. Anything that you excel at, anything that you have an interest in, that's why I say it is important 
that you find out early what your children's talents are, what their interests are, what they lean more toward, what their attributes are, so that you can um, foster and nourish that in them, so that you can bring that out of them, you see, so that they can excel at that. It's not good to not find out what your children's talents are, because what happens is when you don't find out what their talents are, you got people out here who, you know, they will end up looking up to and following because these people might have came in contact with their talent. These might not be the right people for them to look up to or to follow. So they should know already their own trajectory in which they should move, how they should ascend the ladder to become their greater self, their better self. They should already know that. You should already instill them, instill that in them as parents. What are your strengths? What are your skills? Let me bring that out of you. Let me facilitate that in you. This is what you should be teaching your children. How many so-called black do you see doing that? How many so-called black do you see doing that, taking an interest like that in your children? See, taking an interest in your children is not buying them a bunch of damn toys or sitting them in front of the TV or buying them every pair of Jordan they want or whatever the hell y'all do just to shut them up. You see, buying them video games and stuff like that, that's not that's not a, a profession. Playing video games is not a profession, okay? Sitting around watching TV or going shop, that's not a profession, man. The best thing you can do for your children is to know their strengths. Know their strengths and make sure that you foster their strengths. You make them stronger in what they do. So, therefore, when they go into a profession of their choosing, they know how to excel at that because they stayed in their lane. Their mother and father helped them stay in their lane. If your son know how to, if your son, uh, his specialty is whatever, then you should be like, that's what you're going to do. If you see your son as a handyman, he like to pick up uh, hammers and nails and do stuff and build stuff, that's a, early, that's a carpenter right there. That's a carpenter. That's a, that's, that's a boy who don't mind doing that work. You see? If your daughter excels at math and, you know, accounting, and she knows some people know how to naturally do that, just keep books, and they they got a head for things like that. And that's your future accountant right there. And you should try to steer them toward that. You shouldn't be like, oh, my, my son or my daughter, she's good at science and she's good at chemistry and things like that, and she knows her elements. Oh, but I'm going to put her in dance class. I'm going to put her in dance class and what I could, you know, she need to do something else other than that to be more, you know, girly or whatever the hell you women say. Oh, I'm going to put her in dance. You find out what I'm I don't like that. So I, I don't understand. I'm going to put her in dance class. She needs to make some friends. That, that, that's, that's, your, that's your black woman, your black female. You see, they'll take gifted children and they'll turn those gifted children into garbage, into trash. They will attempt to turn gifted children into trash. They will attempt to turn gifted children into garbage. Okay? They will attempt to do that. They will attempt to destroy gifted children because they don't have that gift themselves. They gave up on their gift a long time ago because they decided to go into some other lane or get into somebody's lane that they didn't belong in, and they got out of their own lane. See? They got out of their own lane. I remember one time it was this person. It was a, a girl. She, she, um, I think she had like a really, really talented. I think voice. She was like kind of like you know fell off one, but she had a very talented voice and she was um 
she knew how to play piano instruments and all this stuff. She was adapted, adapted all that stuff, and she could sing really well. I'm like, damn, and she fell off. This was years ago I met this girl. And I was like, well, even if you didn't go on to be a, a, a singer or whatever or entertainer, I said, hell, you could at least went and taught children voice lessons, taught them how to play piano and instruments like that. You didn't think to do that, you know? Obviously not, you see. And I said, I could already predict what happened. You went and got in somebody's lane. You probably went the wrong way. You got fascinated by these girls that was out here robbing and stealing and boosting and stuff like that. Or you got caught up in that and you decided to get out of your lane. You know you didn't come from that. Just like these guys go out here and try to be street dudes and try to hustle. Next thing you know, they get their goddamn brains blown out. Right? They probably was nerds at school. They was passing all their grades and they wanted be down and want to be with the crew and they want to bang and they want to be down and all they get in that lane where they don't belong. They want to get in that death lane. They want to get in the death lane. They don't want to be in that living lane of life. They don't want that because again, when you are in a lane, you are in motion. You are in movement. When you are in your own lane, you are in motion. You are in movement. You see, you are moving when you're in your own lane. You see, you are in motion. You are extending yourself. You are excelling. You are raising in a higher state and a higher image when you are in that state, when you are in that lane. That's a powerful lane. Your lane, once you find it, it's a powerful trajectory upward because, like I said, you got certain people who will never find their lane, and you might have, you end up might end up discovering what their talent is or what their lane is to stay in, and they might not ever get it. You might be like, "Do this, this person know they're good at this? So this, do they know they're good at that? They, yo, you don't know you good, they, and they really don't get a clue. They be like, you know, you really good at this, you really good at that. They don't, they, they don't have a clue. Hmm? They don't have a clue, and they'll sit here. And they'll act as though, you know, oh, I never, you know, got a chance to do this. I never got a chance to do that. Because the people who don't find their lane, the people who don't excel, they always got excuses as to why why they do not. It's always, oh, I wasn't given an opportunity. Oh, I wasn't given a chance. I didn't have enough time. I didn't have enough, you know, I had to work. I had, they always got excuses on why they haven't excelled in their own lane. And the only excuse for that is, the only real excuse for that is, you were too afraid to, if you bothered to look at all. You were too afraid to excel in your lane. See, people can tell you anything. People will tell you, you know, they'll try to, you know, sell you a bridge if you let them. But like I said, people always get an inkling of what it is they can do. People always get an inkling of what it is they can accomplish, what they can, you know, um, what they can uh, aspire to, what talents they have naturally. And when you lock into that talent, this keeps you in your lane. This keeps you in your lane. You're able to ascend. You're able to excel. You're able to extend yourself within your lane. You're able to guide yourself forward in your lane. You're able to move forward in your lane because you have not allowed yourself to be put out of your lane. You have not allowed yourself to be taken out. You were focused on what it is that you wanted to accomplish, 
and you set about accomplishing it because it was in you genetically to do that. It was in you genetically to move in a certain trajectory and excel at a certain thing. It was in you to do that. Again, everybody cannot be trained or taught certain things. Certain things you're going to excel at that others won't. You see, you should never, um, you should never, I want to say, um, push children or push yourself into something that you yourself know that's not for you. You see, you should never push yourself into situations that you know are not for you. You see, don't force yourself there. You see, certain situations you have to grow into if it's meant to, for you to grow into that situation. Other situations you have to sit back and allow yourself, you have to sit back and allow yourself to move in that lane and, you know, um, excel in that lane, become that profession. But you will never, I repeat, you will never excel in a lane that's not your own. You will never excel in a lane that's not your own. You will never extend yourself in trying to be somebody else. That's why I told them guys, I just had to bring these guys, my former members, you copycat dudes. You're never going to do well at what y'all do because that's not your lane to do it. You think it, you think that this is just about me getting up here talking on a mic and, you know, dropping some knowledge and that's it. It's way more to it than that. See, that's all y'all guys want to do to the point whereas you don't care what you say or how you sound. Y'all just want to be important. You want to try and get in the lane with me because you like where I am and you want to be where I am. But this is not your lane. And y'all don't rather whether – you accept it or not. You know how people, they don't care. They don't care if it's not their lane. They're going to still do it anyway because they, you know, they really have not taken time to invest in themselves, meaning to find out what it is they can do, that they can do on their own without having to copy from me. Nicholas Jackson, the Reyes Nuclear, James, James Smith, a.k.a. New Brighton. Y'all haven't been, y'all haven't taken the time out to find out what your true lane is. You might be good at, you guys might be good at talking on the radio and whatnot. But maybe I should just do a comedy act. Maybe you guys should just do a comedy act. You see, like Abbott and Costello. Right? You know, instead of just because that's what you guys sound like, instead of trying to sit up here and make it seem like y'all really receivers, y'all some clowns. Straight up clowns. You know, stop trying to be something that you're not. Because all you do is all you want to do is make it, end up making a goddamn fool out of yourself. That's all you're going to do. All you want to do is end up making a fool out of yourself. You know, it's not meant for everybody to move on the same path as everybody else. Like I said, you were bred to do certain things. You were bred to master certain things. Just like that phrase, a jack of all trades but a master at none. You got these people who are always trying to dibble and dabble and, oh, I do a little bit of this, I do a little bit of that, I do a little bit of this over here, I do a little – it ain't, man, look, man, all that dibbling and dabbling nonsense, it ain't meant for you to dibble and dabble. It's meant for you to find what it is you came here to do and do it. Do it to your best ability, your greatest ability, and you will excel. You will excel within your own lane. You will fail in everybody else's lane. You will fail at everybody else's lane. You see like Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan, he was excelling at basketball. That was his lane. When this nigga tried to go and play baseball, you, you see how that worked out, right? You see how that worked out when he went to go try to play baseball, right? You see? Or that guy 
or that guy who got his that guy the basketball player who decided he wanted to be a boxer and got his ass knocked out. Right? He got his ass knocked out by that white boy. Now that's embarrassing. You got knocked out by a white boy. You know what I'm saying, but he ain't a boxer. He a, he a basketball player, but he forgot. He you know he got he got out of his lane. You see, he had to learn about the hardware. The white boy had to go upside his goddamn head, upside his stupid head, for him to understand. Look, that's not your lane. You ain't no damn boxer. You know what I'm saying? You gotta understand what your lane is. You you make a damn fool out yourself trying to be something you're not. You'll make a damn fool out of yourself. It's, and 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 people's lanes are certain things you're never gonna understand. You see, never, certain things you're never gonna comprehend. And that is, like I said, you can't do what everybody else do. You can't do what everybody else do. You're not meant to do what everybody else do. You see, it's not meant for you to be what everybody else is. It's not meant for you to do what everybody else do. It's not meant for that. You have your own set ways of doing things. You have your own set system of doing things, and you should follow that. Follow what feels right to your soul. Follow what feels right in what you want to do and what you want to excel in, what your profession is. And it shouldn't be that hard. And why I say it shouldn't be that hard, I mean, it'll be a labor of love, but it shouldn't be that hard because if that's what you're truly meant to do, then you're going to do that. You got a lot of people out here with much to do about nothing. You know, I try to steer certain people in a direction for them to make a name for themselves as something great they could have did if they would have been patient and went that and went and, you know, listened to me. And I know they would have excelled it if they would have listened, but they chose other things, you know, that in which they will not excel at and they will not, you know, be spectacular at. Because when you – when you end up going down that path to mediocrity, in other words, when your life becomes about, oh, I just got a job, or, um, you know, I just, you know, I got a regular job, a regular relationship, a regular this, a regular that, you know, you're becoming regulated to mediocrity. You're becoming regulated to mediocrity because you have not found your lane. You see, you start becoming regulated to mediocrity. See, that's what regulate, that's what regular means. The goal is to regulate supremacy. That's the goal amongst the elect. We want to regulate supremacy. In other words, we want to regulate, you know, constant and ongoing, um, how I want to say, we want to regulate constant and ongoing success. We want constant and ongoing success. And you cannot get to a state of success when you've got people who don't think that way. When you don't got people who who can't see the bigger picture, you see, when you ain't got people that can see the bigger picture, like I said, they're always going to be relegated to the bottom. And certain people you just can't pull up. As much as you try, as much as you want to pull them up, they can't see, how they say, the forest before the trees. They can't see it. They're blinded to that. No matter how much you tell them, no matter how much you show them, they're just going to keep doing regular, the same old regular stuff. They're going to keep on doing the same mediocre below average bargain basement regular stuff because they refuse to stay in their lane. They refuse to let you guide them through their lane. They want to fight with you. They want to do what they wear and they don't know what they're doing instead of listening to you. See, because that's the problem with a lot of people too. A lot of people are too proud. And like I said, these proud people, these people who are so goddamn proud, 
who had who are proud for no reason, who are proud for no reason, because pride is good when there's reason to be proud. When you ain't got no real reason to be proud, when you out here failing in life, when you out here just being regular in life, because to me, being regular is failing. Being regular, just being regular in life is failing because nobody should be regular in life. Everybody is special if they tap into that special, uh, inner, into that inner special self of who you really are, the essence of who you are. Everybody's special, you know, in their own way. Everybody is. But you got to want to be that special person. You got to, like I said, if someone can guide you to that specialty that you have, then so be it. That's still in your lane, like I said. Like I said, I knew, you know, as what I, you know, as time went on, what I wanted to do, what I wanted to become over time, and whatnot, and what I wanted to see grow. And I looked to other people to facilitate that. But I always stayed in my lane. You see, I always stayed in my lane. You see, I did what felt right to me. But what you know. What was what I was in line with? That's what I did. I didn't do what other people thought I should do. You see, I did because, like I said, I if it, if I if it, if I, if I listened to my father, you know, remember I told you he tried to get me to get the city job. If I would listen to him, there would have been no Republican mental act. You know, he tried to you know basically regulate me, his son. He tried to regulate me into mediocrity. He tried to get me to accept mediocrity in my life. And he would never understand why I didn't do that. I almost did it, but I, you know, um, intervened. I would not accept mediocrity in my life because I didn't come here to be a regular man. I didn't come here to be a mediocre man, and nobody in this community came here to be mediocre. We don't deal with mediocrity. We don't deal with blackness. We don't deal with what people expect us to be. You see, we move in the lane of supremacy. We move in the lane of supremacy. The lane you have to set for yourself is the lane of supremacy. And the only way you can set that lane of supremacy is when you truly know what your lane is and how you're supposed to move, what it is that you do and what you do well. That's what you will excel at, not trying to be somebody else, not trying to be somebody else. I was never trying to be nobody else other than you, the Minkaris. I remember somebody going to tell me, Oh, brother, you know, sometimes where you be cursing, brother, that ain't what Elijah Muhammad would do, brother. You know, you that ain't what the messenger that I'm Elijah Muhammad. I'm not Elijah Muhammad. Okay, let me stop you. I'm not Elijah Muhammad. I'm not trying to be Elijah Muhammad. I respect Elijah Muhammad. I respect Dr. Malachi York, but I'm not trying to be them. I'm Nubin Minkares. How you doing? I'm not trying to be nobody but who I am. And if I'm called to speak the way I speak, then so be it. You don't like it, don't listen. I'm not forcing nobody to listen to me. I don't want nobody to listen to me who ain't supposed to listen to me. This message is only for the elect, man. This is not for the rejects. This message is only for the elect. You see, and a lot of people have decided that they don't want to be of the elect. They don't want to be of the elect. You see, they want to be of the rejects. In their mind, the rejects are acceptable. They want to be amongst the rejects, the mediocre mediocre people. You see, and hell, black people, they ain't even mediocre. Black people are just straight up at the bottom. They ain't even no damn, the, black, the, lane, the lane for black people is basically the bottom. Bottom of the barrel. That's the lane for so-called black people. It's bottom of the barrel. And it blows my mind that anybody would want to go 
into that lane and be in that lane. I never wanted to be in that black lane. I never wanted to be in that mediocre to below average lane. No, thank you. I didn't want to do what every other so-called black person was doing. I didn't want to think the way every other so-called black people think, other black people think. I didn't want to think that way. I didn't want to think of myself as a black man because I knew I wasn't a black man. Copper colored, bronze man all the way. That's a totally different frequency than that uh, 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 black frequency. Copper colored, bright man. Copper colored, bronze man. A bright ascent. You see? But you got certain people who don't mind being black. They don't mind being African-American. They don't mind staying in that lane being Negro. They don't mind staying in the Negro section, the Negro lane. You got a lot of people like that. You see? And people are going to show themselves in these last days, unfortunately. People are going to show themselves in these last days who, you know, who you think will want to move with the elect, want to move amongst the elect. they rather move amongst the rejects. You see, because the rejects, they have a bigger pool of nothing. It's like the messenger said, I don't Elijah Muhammad. He said, you love the devil because the devil gives you nothing. And literally, that's how so-called black people are. They love the beast, and the beast gives them nothing. No knowledge, no wisdom, no understanding or ultra-standing, and definitely not trying to keep put you in alignment with, to what you're supposed to be, what your lane is. They definitely ain't trying to do that. They want you to be a bunch of mediocre Negroes, a bunch of below-average Negroes. What, that's what they p- pretty much expect of you. And the sad thing about this is you expect it for yourself now. You don't expect nothing for yourself. You will have success right in your face. You'll have success right in your face, and you will choose to fail rather than to succeed. You will choose to fail rather than succeed. You see, how is it that a rich man can have poor people for friends. You know why a rich man can have poor people for friends? Because they're not really his friends, number one. And number two, the rich man, he stayed in his lane. The poor people, they tried, They was busy trying to get in other people's lane. This is why they were not able to excel financially, because they tried to worry about what everybody else was doing. They tried to pocket watch everybody else. They tried to worry about everybody else and the business instead of their own. You see? And they didn't know how to cultivate the real friendship, the real connection, the real brotherhood and sisterhood that makes you excel in your lane. See, because the thing about wanting to, the thing about supremacy is the thing about that supreme lane when you you come you come out of that whole black lane, that mediocre, expecting nothing, you know, basically, you know, you're gonna be busting your ass your whole life working for nothing for peanuts and struggling to get by and this is what you've accepted and you've accepted a bunch of um, nothing ass degrees to get you to nowhere to get do nothing but get a job for some damn um, Caucasians. You see, taking up nonsense in school, foolishness. Just another thing for them to take your money because you were afraid to move in your lane. You were afraid to move in your lane where you belong. But you chose not to be in there because, again, that supreme lane, that lane of supremacy is a scary lane for those who can't rise to the occasion. That lane of supremacy, that lane of the elect is a scary lane to move in because a lot is expected of you. You come to expect a lot of yourself. I learned that. When you say supremacy, you better be careful. When you say amen, you better be careful because when this time, when we say amen, when we say supreme, God damn it, we mean it. 
We mean it. Supreme, supremacy, that supreme, it's either going to be the supreme lane or, or death, man. It's either going to be the lane of supremacy or death. Ain't no going backwards, man. Ain't no going backwards into mediocrity no more. Ain't no going backwards into blackness no more. You see, nah. Ain't no going back to being regular no more. We don't come into the lane of supremacy because we standing apart from everybody else. We ain't putting on nobody else's names or cultures or traditions or customs. We ain't putting on that. We are moving in our own lane. We are moving in our own lane. Simple as that. We are extending in our own lane, and we're not looking for nobody to assist us in anything. I told somebody earlier, they asked, they talked about me garnering um, and bringing about investors for my for a business I'm, I'm going to do. I said, I don't want nobody investing in nothing I do if it ain't the community. But I don't want nobody investing in nothing I want to do, not outside. The whole point of having a community is to be able to have people inside put money to something we all going to make money together. That's the whole point of community. I don't want nobody outside investing in nothing I do. I don't want to do no business with these people who are just in it to make money. I want people who are in the lane of supremacy because they want to see themselves along with their money grow. You see? And thus this community grows. That's the lane we're trying to move in. Or we moving in. Not trying, but moving in. That lane of supremacy. And like I said, you got people who will get offended when you move within the lane of supremacy because they think you're supposed to think lower yourself. They think you're supposed to move in a state of mediocrity. And I'm not moving in no state, nobody's state of mediocrity. No more. No more. I'm not giving people the satisfaction. See, you got people, like I said, not just the so-called white man, but you got people amongst our own, they want us to tone it down. They want you to tone it down. They want you to, uh, oh, why you got to be so proud? They want you to tone it down. You see, when we have something powerful in our step, in our alignment, we have something powerful. We have something powerful to ascend to. We have something powerful to ascend to. And the sad thing is, like I said, when you are not moving in your lane, it becomes after a while dangerous when you're moving in other people's lanes. When you start trying to move in other people's lane, that becomes dangerous after a while. You see, because you don't know what's ahead in that lane. See, when you're moving in your own lane, that opens up that mental capability. What do I mean by that? When I say you're moving in your own lane and it opens up that mental capability, what I mean by that is you start to foresee certain things on your path towards success. You start to foresee things. Once you are in alignment with who you really are, who you are meant to become, you start to foresee things. You start to know what to watch out for, what to sidestep, what not to deal with, what, the, what you should be dealing with, who you should be dealing with. You start to learn these things when you're moving in your own, when you're moving in your own lane. When you're moving in your own lane, like I said, you start to understand or ultra-stand what it is that you can accomplish or what you're going to accomplish in alignment to something greater. You get to learn that. You get to ultra-stand that. You see? And in that ultra-standing is power. In that ultra-standing is power. And that ultra-standing is constant and continuous transmission to something greater. You got people who will throw away 
that lane, you got people that will throw away that lane simply because they don't know how to navigate that lane. They will throw away their lane because they don't know how to navigate that lane. Sometimes it takes people to put you in that lane to get you started. Like in the in the Republic, we got soldiers and captains. I know the people I put as soldiers and captains. Like I said, I put the right people there because, like I said, it's for them to navigate in that lane and for them to excel. Even being a soldier in this community is a form of excelling, you see, because we can be on the outside doing nothing, you see. We lead a paramilitary life in here where we answer orders and we answer law, and we follow that because in the real world, that's what makes a people. You see, that's what makes a people supreme and keeps them in that lane of supremacy. Why you think the so-called Jews right now, they in that lane of supremacy? The Jews are in that lane of supremacy, the so-called Jews, because, see, they stay within that lane of that, and they make sure their people stay in that lane. They make sure they are constantly going to tell their children, see, y'all the chosen people of God. Y'all have y'all, y'all are here to do God's will, and everybody else is pigs and goyim and all this other stuff. See, this is what they tell the world. They basically saying they're raising their children to be the leaders of tomorrow, the future ones. That's what they're trying to tell you. They want to do what they want to raise their children to be that. Whereas you teach your children to be the followers of tomorrow. And you talking about following the so-called white man. That's what you're teaching your children, to be the followers of tomorrow. The beast teaching his children to be the leaders of tomorrow. You Negroes, you teaching your children to be the followers of tomorrow. Follow the beast. Oh, you better go out and get a job. Or as you aspire, you're you going to go to school, spend $20,000, $30,000 just to get out and have to get a job. What's your degree in? Psychology, <laughs> business, liberal arts, nothing. That's what your degree is in. You spent all this money on a degree to be mediocre. They got to go and get a job for somebody. Spend money on it. They got you niggas going to school to spending uh, spending money hundreds uh, fifty seventy eighty hundred thousand dollars whatever to go to school just to get a job to be mediocre. I, I'm thinking like if you go into college, which is supposed to be an institute of higher learning, shouldn't I be like making at least seven eight figures after I come out? Shouldn't I be making at least seven eight figures not guaranteed after I done put all that money into getting my education? Shouldn't I be making at least uh, six seven figures when I come out? Uh, but that's not the case. You go into school and you coming out, you hoping to get a job fifty, sixty thousand dollars a year, seventy thousand dollars a year. You hoping to get a job like that. This is what you want to go to school for. You hoping to get out and get a job making fifty or sixty thousand dollars a year, seventy thousand dollars a year. This is what you hoping to do. And you going and you going to surround yourself. See, when you got people who are out of their lane, because again, being out of your lane is the same way as being out of your mind. When you you went, when you out of your lane, it's the same way of being out of your mind. Because being out of your mind, you gonna go in places that you don't belong. You are gonna be around people you don't belong. You are gonna put energy into things you ain't supposed to put energy into. So that's being outside your lane. That's being outside your lane. You see, this is why our people are messed up. This is why black people are destroyed, man. You got, like I said, you got too many people. You got a whole society of people who out there, who outside their lane. You got a whole race of people who are outside their lane. First of all, they think they're black people, so you already out your lane ethnically. 
logically, you already out your lane. You think your skin is black, and y'all think y'all black people. You see, you already out of your lane uh, ethnically. As far even when it goes to colors, you are, you Negroes already out your damn mind. You think you black people. You see, and what the what 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 befalls a what a black what begets a so-called black person nothing, but begets a so-called black person nothing. You see, these people hurt themselves for nothing. These people destroy themselves for nothing. These people harm themselves for nothing. And when nothing comes to them, they wonder why. Because, again, the lane that you're supposed to excel in is the lane of supremacy of your higher self, which you're supposed to do again. You already have, you know, I said the inkling of what it is you're going to do early. You could, I, I remember we was, um, me and, uh, and Rock and Tessa, you know, and uh, our daughter was in, we was in the park and we saw this little, little bronze boy. It was cute. He, they was up there, he's out there playing, right? And they was playing cops and robbers and the little beefy bronze boy, he was like, they like five, six years old. He was like, he 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 told the little kid, don't. They was he, the little kid was shoot the other kid with water, water gun. He said, hey, don't shoot him no more. We you shot him enough. We about to take him to jail now. <laughs> it was cute, you know. He said, you shot him enough. We about we gonna take him to jail now. <laughs> so you know, I just find that to be funny because probably that's the future law enforcement right there. We you know, that's future law enforcement. You see, you see. So already he already know what his lane is. He probably want he wants to be a law he wants to be in law enforcement. That's a future law man. You see? Hopefully his black family don't destroy that in him. Because he got a sense of, you already see early he got a sense of right and wrong. And you know, when you have them, because you got some children out here who are already on the wrong path already. They wanna be they you already know they're gonna be little criminals, little hoods and whatnot, because that's you know that's the lane they want to get into, or that's the lane they that was only open to them that their parents let them see. That was the only lane that was open to them. That's what they. That's all they allowed their children to see. You see. So, like I said, it's important for us to keep their, our children in their lane and for us to stay in our lane. Don't try to let. Don't try to be nobody else. Don't try to be nobody else. The only one, I say the only one who uh, succeeded at trying to be somebody else was Rick Ross, you see, until he got exposed, but he done made enough money by that time he ain't care. He's trying to be the drug dealer, Freeway Ricky Ross. He just became Rick Ross and uh, uh, a Freeway Rick or whatever. He wanted to emulate a drug dealer for his rap career, and this guy used to be a damn correction officer, you see. That just go to show you these Negroes, they, they, he, he made up this whole scenario about him selling drugs and trapping and stuff like that. And he was trying to copy the real Rick Ross, the guy who started selling the crack and stuff in the eighties. And the guy spoke on it. And I'm like, well, you know, he, he, he stepped into your lane and figured out he wanted to be the Rick Ross of hip hop. And even obviously it worked for him. You see, he don't care if people exposed him for being a damn correction officer, that you for be a big time drug dealer. You see, but like I said, he made that work for him. He was just the Rick Ross of the uh, 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 of the rap game. 
He said he justified it in some way, shape, or form, but he was already laughing his way to the bank. While the, while the real Rick Ross, the drug dealer nigga, he did like 20 years in jail, I think. I guess you'd be kind of salty at this guy. He he making money off your name and your stories and acting like you, and all the money you done made, you done basically pissed it all down the toilet with the white man didn't take from you. I guess you would be kind of salty. I guess you would be kind of salty if John Singleton made that movie, made that TV series Snowfall about your life. You see? He made it about your life. They making money off your damn life. You see? Your life of crime. I guess that was one time when they, you know, used you to get into another lane. You know, because even in them going into that lane of music and film, they just took your image and took it into music and film. That's all. So in a way, they stayed in their own lane. They just used your name to excel in that lane. That's all. They used you like, you know, they used your name like, you know, like wallpaper. You see, they use your name like they just posted your, they posted they net your name all over their walls. It is what it is. But it's important that you stay in your lane. It's important that you find out what your lane is and don't go outside of it. Do not go outside your lane. It's important that you stay in your lane and don't go outside your lane. We excel in that lane. Constantly move forward in that lane. Because, like I said, life is fleeting. You know, the worst thing that can ever happen is that you can die as a mediocre person, never knowing the greatness that you could have had, the greatness of ascension, never knowing that. Because you decided that you wanted to be something you were not. You, in this life, either you want to accept supremacy or you want to accept mediocrity. You see, certain people, they don't, supremacy is closed for them. Supremacy is closed for certain people, like I said, because they have decided to keep supremacy closed. They've decided not to raise their minds toward the higher bar of supremacy. They've chosen not to do that. They would rather be regulated to mediocrity. They'd rather regulate themselves in mediocrity, see, because, you see, on that mediocre level, it's millions and millions and millions of people that they can, how you say, that they can, um, what's the word I want to say, that they can, uh, um, millions and millions of people that they can um, relate to. I don't want to relate to nobody mediocre. I'm sorry, I don't. And I'm going to tell you something, mediocre people, will take care of you for the rest of their lives because, see, what mediocre people do or what one of the things that they do is live vicariously through you. The people who are excelling, who have chosen that lane of supremacy, people live vicariously through you because you've chosen that lane of supremacy. So they move vicariously through you. They live through you. They excel through you. They extend through you. Understand that. You see, when they see, when they look up and they see wealthy people or people that's doing something, they want to, you know, they inspire to try and, you know, become just as wealthy, if not, you know, in that in that lane with that person who has the wealth, who has the material possessions. They try to align themselves with those kind of people. 
You know, but there's a course with that, aligning yourself with those kind of people. There's always a course. That's why I said you have to be in your lane for something much more than money. You have to be in it through desire, through passion, through need, through necessity. That's what you have to be in your lane and stay in your lane and make sure there is a constant brightness at the at the you know at the forefront of the tunnel where you're going through darkness trying to achieve the things you do. Because like I said, when you're going through it and you achieve and the things you want and you're gradually building yourself up, that's a that's sometimes that's a state of darkness, man. You know, all the dreary work and the things you have to do and whatnot, you just black out and you just do it. You'll black out and you'll do it. You know, because the whole thing is to move in your lane, to get things accomplished in your lane, not to be held back. And we will constantly need that lane of supremacy. We'll be right back.
lane is only as powerful and will only be as strong as you make it. Your lane is what keeps you in alignment to who which you, who you're supposed to become. Your lane keeps you in alignment to who you're supposed to become. To step outside of your lane, to step outside of your place where you belong is the worst thing you could ever do in your life. It is the worst thing you can ever do in your life. To step outside yourself, to step outside your lane is the worst thing you can do in your life. You see, it's the same way as stepping off of a ledge, jumping off of a cliff, diving off into a place of the unknown where you cannot make it. You see, you can only go and move as you are able to go and move. You can excel in your lane or you can fail in someone else's. You can excel in your own lane once you find out what your lane is or fail in someone else. And that's what you will do, trying to be somebody else. For you guys who are rappers, you know, you remember you had rappers who, who stayed in their own lane, they had their own style, their own sound, everything. And now you got, then you end up getting a bunch of copycats who want to rap the same way, who want to act the same way, who want to use the same voice, you get a bunch of copycats. It never works out for them because people can recognize a phony, someone who is just trying to, you know, go into somebody else's lane and try to attain fame for themselves. You see, that's something I never wanted to do. I never wanted to go into anybody else's lane or try to be somebody else. You see, I never wanted to do that. You know, because I always thought it was corny. A real man, real men think it's corny to copy from other men. Real women think it's corny to copy from other women. You see, you women, y'all might say, oh, I like that hairstyle. I want my hairstyle like that. I like that. That's different. He's not talking about hairstyles. But I'm talking about what it is that you actually do. You can be inspired by people to do greater things, to do greater works. You can be inspired all day, but don't never try and copy nobody. Don't try to copy nobody. Always be an original. No matter what you do, no matter what you know, how you do it, try to do something that is a signature of you. Whatever you do, try to do something that's signature you. You see, I found the lane I fit in. Proud to say that. And you got, again, so many people who are out here suffering, who are out here depressed, who be on antidepressants, who got to see a damn psychiatrist, who, you know, who got all these anxieties, you know, one of the biggest reasons why you tend to regress, constantly regress, constantly going backwards to what happened in the past, what happened in the past, what happened in the past, because you have no real trajectory into the future. That's why people will keep focusing on the past. They keep talking about the past. You're supposed to use the past as a, um, how you say, you're supposed to use the past as a compass for the future. You follow what I'm saying? You're supposed to use the past as a compass for the future. In other words, what you did in the past, you should not repeat in the future. What you did in the past where you were outside your lane trying to copy other people, trying to copy your, uh, um, your contemporaries, you know, your peer group, the people that you grew up with, because you always got them people, one dude want to dress like this. All these dudes want to look like this dude. One chick want to wear her hair this way. All these chicks want to wear their hair that way. Again, you're always going to have stuff like that. 
You see? I'm not saying you got to compete with nobody, but what I am saying is that you should never do something just because you're trying to get into somebody else's lane. You want a piece of whatever success they got because you can't find success yourself. You should never do that. That is the worst attribute. That's that 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 borders on jealousy. That hell, that is jealousy. When you want to get outside your lane and you ain't got nothing going on in your lane where you you know and your your lane is, you know, representative of your life. Because when I say your lane, I really mean your life or what's supposed to be your life. You see, your life is a lane. Just like you were born in a time frame, which is a lane, your time frame, which is a lane, and you're going to live out certain experiences in your lifetime, in your time frame, and then you're going to pass on out of this time frame, you know, when it comes that time to do that. That's your time to pass. You follow? So that's staying in your lane. And in that time, you're living, you're supposed to be a living accomplishment. Everything in your life is supposed to be a living accomplishment. So when it comes time for you to pass on, you leave in here and into the next realm as an accomplished being, one who stayed in their lane and made it about accomplishments, not about jealousy, not about envy, not about a bunch of uh I, I hate you so much right now, and I wish you my haters and all this nonsense. You see, so when when people pass on, it's like I left something real behind, man. I left something real behind. I left some. I left a, my accomplishments here that's going to be touching people forever in some way, shape, or form. You see, I left something real behind. You see, and instead of people wanting to leave a lasting impression, something real behind, because, again, what you leave behind is like the fuel for the gas toward where you're going to lay ahead, what's going to be laid ahead forward. We fuel from behind. Like In other words, from what we came from, the things we came from in the world, the things we came from in society, the things that we, you know, uh, uh, had to go through, put it, it's supposed to put us at a higher level in our lives in the lane we in. So that experience, that's supposed to put us at a higher level. Our life is supposed to be a living experience. And as our lives are living experiences, we accomplish something, we are excelling ourselves, we hit into we hit into another level. You see? We hit into another level. You're you're you have to constantly in this three dimensional realm lay out the blueprint for success in the next by staying in your lane. You see? You have to lay out the success for next by staying in your lane because I said before, whatever you were doing in the past, you're going to be doing in the future. Whatever you excelled at in the past, you're going to be brought right in alignment with for the future. So I already know I'm going to always come forward as a leader. When I leave here, like I said, I'm going to always return as a leader. I'm not going to return as anything other than that. Because I excelled at that. I wasn't trying to be in nobody's lane. I wasn't trying to be something I wasn't or be somebody I was not. You see, you people, that's going to come back and you got to, you know, come back. And I say back. I don't mean forward. I mean back. Because, again, that's another thing that keeps you out of the fourth dimension, not excelling your lane, not going to where you're supposed to go to perfect yourself. That's what keeps you out of the fourth dimension. That, more than anything, keeps you um, blocked out of the fourth dimension. You see? 
that more than anything keeps you blocked out of the fourth dimension because you want to be in somebody else's lane. You want to pocket watch somebody else. You want to be jealous about what somebody else got and what you don't have. And like I said, whatever ability or capability that person has, you can get what it is you need to get, you know, achieve what you want to achieve within your own lane. Don't say, oh, you know, I just want to do this because that person did it. Oh, I see them doing it. So I want I hate when people do that, man. You got that's 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 especially the thing with so called black people. Black people got this thing where they will never try my majority will never try something if they see white people doing it. But the ones who are bold enough to step out from everybody else and try something like like what I'm doing with the epic books. You know what I'm saying? What I'm doing with the epics with you know, you have some black uh so called black uh, uh comic books you know, but most of them was corny, and, you know, I just took it on the level of what I'm doing and, you know, bringing forward what I'm bringing forward and using a certain formula to do that. Now, watch, you want to start seeing you guys trying to copy me and do the same thing, trying to do character. I'm like, man, that's so weak, and that's so whack. You should always, always, always do something because that's who you are. Do something because that's who you are. Let your actions be in alignment to the lane that you're moving in. Let your actions be in alignment to the lane you're moving in. Let your actions be in alignment to the lane that you're moving in. I said it three times because that's important, man. You have to adjust your actions to the lane that you're in. You have to adjust your actions to the lane that you're in. You have to adjust your actions to the lane that you are in. And when you do that, you're able to excel in that lane. You're able to move quickly in that lane. You're able to get things done. You st- you start to bring out capabilities and things that you never thought you had. You're like, damn, I, I, I count real fast. I know I do this. I know I do that. Damn. You end up finding out you have a natural head for business. You have a natural head for accounting. You have a natural head for all these things to accomplish. You see, you have a natural head. Your, your mind is a natural and that natural state for that. You have that natural mindset. You have that natural capability. Because, like I said, you have the greatest ability of all, and that is the mindset of supremacy. I'm talking about my people. The mindset of supremacy will always bring you in alignment to the lane in which you belong. It will always bring you an alignment to the lane you belong. And you starting off good because, like I told my people, don't you ever reach for mediocrity. Don't you ever reach down for mediocrity. Reach up for supremacy always and keep reaching. Because supremacy has no bounds. Supremacy has no boundaries. You keep reaching up and out for supremacy. Never reach below yourself for mediocrity. You're supposed to stand over all mediocrity and those who are in their lane because those, again, who are in a state of mediocrity are the people who never found their lanes in life. And that's on purpose because only a special people, a chosen people, will find their lane in life. The people who are not the chosen, their lane and what they truly are and what their true talent is will always be in darkness. It will always be shadow to them like the fourth dimension. They they will never acknowledge the fourth dimension because the fourth dimension is a shadow state for them. It's so bright that it casts a shadow to them. 
the actuality of the fourth dimension is so bright, it's almost like a cat. It's either too bright or it casts a shadow for them, something that they can't see because they're in a state of darkness. They can't see from the dark. When you can't see from the dark, when you can't see from that two-dimensional realm, when you can't see because that's the people in the two-dimensional realm, they have no vision. They have no vision. They sit around waiting for white people to tell them what to do or what's going to be their next move or what's going to be the future of their life. That's what people in the two-dimensional realm, the so-called black race, do. They sit around waiting for white people to do for them. They waiting around for the elections. They waiting around to see what's going to happen with the COVID shot. They waiting around for everything. They ain't doing no thinking for themselves. They sitting around waiting for everybody else to do their thinking for them. But that's what happens when you don't move in your own lane. That's what happens. You become a prisoner of somebody else's false reality of you. You become a prisoner of that because you have no uh, a foundation to move on. You have no lane to move in. You don't know who you are. So when people tell you you're black, you African-American, you're going to check that box because you don't know who the hell you are. So therefore, you don't know what lane you're supposed to be in. You're going to check that box. You're going to say, yeah, that's me. I, I, that's, I, that's a boss. That's, that's who I am. Be right back.
as time goes on and um, we start to see our lanes making their, or should I say, being more uh, prevalent, we start seeing the lane in which we came to move in. It starts to become more prevalent as you're seeking out that lane. It start, in other words, it starts to make itself more known to you, the lane in which you're supposed to be pursuing and moving down. That's with the people in your life and everything. Because you will get that wake-up call. You will get that full-on wake-up call about where you belong and where you're supposed to be and where you're supposed to stay at. You will get that wake-up call. See, the world is a cold place. It's even colder when you are moving outside your lane trying to maneuver through this world. It's even colder when you're trying to maneuver through this world trying to figure out where you belong. You know, the lost always have a hard time. And like I said, the so-called black man, so-called black woman, they lost, man. They lost. They lost their way. And the sad thing about it is they're not trying to find their way forward. They'd rather stay moving in a circle because, again, to find your way forward is to place yourself in alignment with your true lane, what your lane is, where you belong. That's what this is supposed to be. You're supposed to be placing yourself in alignment to where you belong, your true lane. And see, your true lane will only produce real and powerful um, presence in your life. It will produce powerful presence in your life, pureness in your life. Like I said, you only got people who are going to move to a certain level with you. It has to be up to them to move to a higher level. It has to be up to them to move to a higher level. Certain people, like I said, are meant to be outside their lane. Certain people, like I said, because they choose to. Not because they're supposed to, but they choose to. I mean to say it like that. And if you choose it, then I guess you were supposed to. You know? There's only one way things could turn out in life. Either you're going to excel in life or you're going to fail in life. But the key to excelling in life is knowing your lane and staying within that lane. That's the key. There's no other key. There's no other secret to it, nothing. Be proficient at what you do. Be skilled at what you do. Be masterful at what you do in your life. I don't care if you're driving a truck. I don't care if you're a mechanic. I don't care if you're a filmmaker. I don't care if you're a recording artist. Whatever. You're supposed to always be proficient in what you do, the best at what you do, something different in what you do. Like you got certain you got entertainers and stuff like that and rappers like I said these guys they sound like everybody else they don't do anything that's special if you're not going to be a specialty in what you do something that's memorable a person that's memorable in your talent then it's no sense in even pursuing that talent because then you're just that that means you're not in your lane and you're not doing it from your soul you're trying to be somebody else. Because if you choose any kind of profession, I don't care what it is, be it sports, be it music, be it carpentry, woodworking, whatever, medical, medical, science, whatever you choose, you must have a love for that. You have to have a love for that. That has to be your passion. And that's the only way you're going to excel at that. 
And you're never going to find out what makes you passionate in life unless you are in your lane where you belong. That is like that turbo charge. And it lets you know what's for you and what's not for you. You remove the lanes of, like, for a good example, uh, bowling. Bowling is a perfect example. You have lanes and bowling for a reason. So when you shoot the ball down the lane, down the alley, to hit those pins, knock down those pins, you're not going all over the place. Those lanes are forced so that you stay in your lane with that bowling ball to knock over those pins so that you are assured somewhat of success in knocking over those pins. Now, if you just had a bowling ball, a bowling ball and no lanes, no lanes, you just, you know how many people be throwing into other lanes and, you know, mis, you know misfiring their balls and throwing it all over the place and whatnot. That's an analogy for life. That's an analogy for life. You see, that's the perfect analogy for life. Okay? There's lanes so that you can have a clear trajectory at what it is that you're trying to accomplish. When you're trying to knock those pins over, you need a clear trajectory. You need a lane in which to throw that ball down. You see, that's how you get that strike. That's how you get those pins. And that's how you're supposed to govern your life, inside of that lane. Supposed to govern your life inside of that lane. Okay? That's how you're supposed to govern your life. You will never be able to govern your life outside the lane. That's the lane is for, so that it gives you trajectory in which to move. Without trajectory in which to move and you have nothing that you're going to accomplish. You will accomplish nothing if you're not moving within a lane, you see, because then you're just all over the place. That means you have no boundaries. You have no barriers. You have to have boundaries and barriers at certain points in your life. You have to have barriers. You have to have boundaries. You have to know how much you sleep and how that you're not sleeping a lot, that you're not sleeping too little. Those are lanes that you, of your sleep that you live in, leave, um, that you are in because you have those hours in which you have to sleep. You have those hours in which you have to sleep, so therefore you're in that lane. You're in that lane. You have that constant trajectory of motion and movement because you are in that lane of motion and movement. You are in that lane, that constant trajectory of, you know, striking and succeeding is all because of the lane you built for yourself to move in. You should have been on, had that lane established. You know, you say, I, I want to be at this place. I'm trying to get to this place. I want to accomplish that. So you say, I'm going to put myself through this school or go to this to get this profession. I'm going to do this. I'm going to stay in my lane. I'm not going to go and take on another course. I'm going to only focus on that, put in it for a year, and then I'm going to go over here and do this over here another year, and I'll get this. You stick with that course. You follow the course. And school is called courses you take, right? And school is known as courses you take. The course is another way of saying a lane. You have an obstacle course. A course is an enclosed space in which you have to maneuver through, and that's a course. An obstacle course, right? The golf course, you are playing through towards something. That's life. 
life and the excelling is all based on lanes, lanes in which you maneuver, lanes in which you maneuver. You see, you know which way to move and you know which way not to move. You know how to move about and go about where you're supposed to be and where you're not supposed to be. You see? Right? You know which direction to move in and what not to move in. You already know. You see? You know what direction to go in, what direction not to go in. You see? That's the reality. We are in a constant and continuous reality of who we're supposed to be, who we're supposed to be, who we are, what we are becoming. We are in that constant reality. You see? And that requires us to move in lanes as a collective body. Move in these lanes. The third dimension is the lane in which we're moving in. And in that lane, we're being transformed. What are we being transformed into an actual, into constantly a growing community? We're being transformed into that because we entered the third lane. We left out of the lane of nothingness, the two-dimensional amongst the black people, and we entered the third dimension, a lane in which the collective is being gathered. And as you move to this lane, you move off of that lane into this lane, you're going to be, you're going to have to be of the chosen to move on to this lane. You see, those who are not of the chosen, they're not going to move on to that lane. They're going to be forever stuck within the lane of blackness. And they're going to be doing just what everybody else, black people included, is doing, which is nothing. Which is nothing. Because even in this life, when you think you're accomplishing something, like when, you, when you're truly not passionate about it, you're not in your lane, you know, that's when you know when you're not passionate about something, that's when you know you're not in your lane. You're just doing things just because you're going through the motions of doing something. I don't. I don't heard a lot of that, especially today. You got people who just go through go through life, and they going through the motions of you know rotation, but they're not going nowhere. They rotating in a circle nowhere. Nowhere. They just following a bunch of other people to nowhere. People outside their lane, not a straight lane. They in a circular, you know, a, a, a damn semi, a circular, a, a rotational groove to nowhere. Let me go ahead and read this question before you get out of here. Why is it important to stay in your lane? Because your lane is your trajectory of movement and motion, where you're supposed to go, where you're, how far you're supposed to go, you know, you know, uh, uh, not to go outside these lines and whatnot so that you can excel and exceed. You have a certain uh, uh, plan to meet, certain goals to meet. You have to stay in that lane to accomplish them. You can't go all out, of the, all out and all over the place or you won't get to where you're going, which is forward. What is, what is your lane? Your lane is your alignment, your space in which you move within this three-dimensional realm. You have a space. Everybody has a space to move in, even the people in the two-dimension. They, they can eat, but even though it's all on the same lane to nowhere, but the people in the third dimension, we can excel into the fourth dimension. You see, we can excel there. That's a greater lane. Can... Uh, can you really function outside your lane? No, you can't. You can, you know, do the mediocre. You can do the bare necessity outside your lane like everybody else been doing, but to function at high at high potency, high power is to move inside of your lane, not outside of it. 
everything is of that power is inside to move you forward. That resistance is there. That uh, uh, push is there. All that's there based on the things you've been through in your life. It's all been stored in there for you to move through. What happens if you stay in your lane? You're going to succeed in what you're trying to do. You're going to accomplish what you're trying to do, but you must stay in your lane to do it. If you decide you're going to be the best salesman you can be, then that's what you're going to be, and you're going to figure out ways to sell to people, and you're going to ascend to that. If you're trying to figure out which way, if you know, I want to be a good mechanic or the best mechanic, I want to get you know efficient, you will do that. I want to be the best boxer I can be. You want you want to do that because you're going to put in the work and the dedication and the hard work, and you're going to do all of that. I want to have a good body. I want to build my body, whatever. I want to learn how to play. I want to do, you know, I want to become this doctor, you know, whatever. You want to excel at it, right, because you stayed in your lane. What's, it, what, what's important about having this ability to know your lane? What's important about it is that you can see things, and that's a form of brightness. You can see things and where people belong and where you belong where others can't. So not only do you have the foresight to see where you belong, you also have the foresight to see where others belong. That's a power within itself because you change lives for people who nine times out of ten would have put an end to their lives just following nothingness. But that's it. I'm going to close out in the name of Amen by the power of Amen, and Amen we trust, and Amen we thank, and in Amen we continue forward forever. I'm the intellectual Nubian Minkara Race. This has been Mental Like Radio. I'll see you guys back in the morning at the tank. Good night. Yeah, come on, uh Setting the desk in to the next me My mind so free, next eyes of clarity As I pass a mentally dead 3DB Nothing can come high to true mind power As the sun rise, mind, body, and soul moving higher Brighter than a light, the soul moves faster than the speed of light My soul so bright, I bright up your life True heat seekers that'll bright up the night And we'll bright up the night As the sun moving close, my future self moving closer Like the universal full spectrum of color I'm not a shooter star, but I'm a ball of fire I'm melting through the floor, blazing through the core I'm not soul searching cause I got my soul for sure Using my vision on the third and fourth eye Looking in the future, walking this linear line With my two eyes before that's a brain and a mind That's four eyes Four, huh, you don't know what you're saying You better recognize I'm moving in Z-motion Like lava flow I'm feathered, a master in body I'm let's go, let's go. We fired up. Yeah, we fired up. We are the last bright race. We will hope the power of the glow, 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 glow. Black, we have to let go. Walking through the bright dough. Patiently motion the steady focus while we moving. Why? We are the last bright race. We will hope the power of the glow, 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 glow. Black equals cold. Dominique was right, black equals dead, Dominique was full sight. Harmon gave me that vision to walk past the light. My living status is old medic or pathmatic. The righteous materials were fully only ultra stand. God damn it, then you know what we saying, huh? By the power of Amen, we live a proof we are Amen. Let me say it again. Yeah, by the power of Amen, we live a proof we are Amen. We are the last bright, 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 bright. As the mind is elevating, we levitate. Visions of the future keep me straight, levitated. Huh. As we pull a power from the solar system of each planet, we are the source of mental force connected as one moving on the same course. Yeah, transmission shocking the nervous system of coming home was our only purpose, was our only mission. Why? Huh. We are the last race.
race, 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 race. Oh, the glow, 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 glow. We are the cities that you see with the burning flames. That's a soul fire in the eyes when you realize it'll be too late. You was really the sacrifice. You became as you said you didn't see change. So we separated 2050 of the next race with the mind of a serpent come in a close range. We striking the kill with the blueprint. It's not a game, huh? We are the last We will hunt the power of the glow, 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 glow. We are the brave men and brave women with the diamond frame. Let go of our slave names to our next man. Sonora Mavestres, given from the most high. She Lord with the creative eye in the out of my soul. Soak it up and let this resonate in your mind. Why? We are the last brave race. We will hope the power of the glow, 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 glow. Never die. <laughs> we are the last brave race. 